Welcome the founder and host of BuddyCast, Nick Sorensen. Welcome back, buddies, to another episode of everybody's favorite show, BuddyCast. I'm your host, Nick Sorensen, and joining me today is a returning buddy, a good buddy of mine, my buddy, Anthony Morelli. How you doing, bud? Wonderful, man. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Thanks for coming back on the show. Ah, my pleasure, man. Thanks for having me again. I appreciate of it. Of course. Of course. You've been doing a lot for the Erie comedy scene. You were a fellow 40 under 40 this year. Yeah, you're, congrats you're, to you. Thank you. And to you. You're, mm-hmm. you're making a name for yourself. So let's start about that. Let's start on that note. How does it feel being 40 under 40? Weird, man. <laughs> uh, it's a, you know, I set it as one of my goals um, to be achieved within the next two years. Uh, but to have it almost immediately is is, is pretty neat. It's it's fun getting recognized for the stuff that I've been doing. Um, so yeah, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Uh, people have recognized me already, which is weird. Um, but cool. How about for you? Nice. Thank you. Thank you. It's been a, it's been a pleasure. It's been, it's good being recognized for our works. You know, it's good being just having that recognition. You know, I would do this regardless if I was 40 under 40, but still (laughs) just having the recognition under your belt, just having that, that title under you, you know, really makes it all special. Yeah. And it uh, definitely helps give me uh, even more incentive to continue what I'm doing and to go bigger and harder. You know, I got a lot of things in the plans that I haven't announced yet to the public, but big things are coming. Ooh, anything you can let us in on a little buddy cast exclusive. Um, the next big thing, I know the dates are going to be near the end of April. Ooh. So. That's that's the hint I'll give, but uh, a lot of things are still uh, in the works, but um, it's going pretty well, and I'm excited uh, working nice. with somebody else on that too, so a lot of fun. Nice, nice, and you know, you've been doing a lot for the eerie comedy scene lately, giving people like me a chance to practice my stuff, to really, you know, boost Hold up my got. Yeah. Yeah, so what else is going on in the local comedy scene that you've been up to? Oh, man, it's actually a lot of fun. I'm working with Randy Bill Duck, uh, which is inside PACA, um, and they have given us a great space. Uh, It feels like a New York City club when you're in there. Um, You know, it's dark. It's uh, you're up almost against a brick wall. So it has that real feel of a city club. Um, But it's such a welcoming space too. like uh, Frank Stramella is one of the guys Mm -hmm. that runs that. And he also 40 under 40 uh, fellow alum. But he he's really helping out. We've been doing some paid shows there, just had Brent Turhune there. And that guy is one of the funniest people that I personally have ever seen. Uh, I saw him get seven laughs in 45 seconds, which is wow, pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Real yeah. good. So it was a pleasure having him, you know, working with him. Um, but the open mics are starting to flourish again. Uh, you were there just recently. You saw the turnout that we had and it's, spectacular like we had two comics come up from pittsburgh that 
went home bragging about eerie comedy because of how well received they were in the room, how good energy it was. Um, they said they went home, you know, they took video of themselves, uh, but they're going to be able to submit that to festivals. They're going to be able to clip that up and help promote themselves just from an open mic, which is a big deal to comedians. So it's it's pretty super to, to see it, you know, in the summertime uh, being almost brand new uh, to the Erie area with what we're doing at Randy Bill Duck. Like that's, you know, it's a ton, a ton of fun. Brilliant. And how did your partnership with Randy Bill Duck come to be? I saw him on the street at Rib Fest the one day and I was like, hey, are you Frank Stramilla? He's like, why? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but talked to him. I was like, hey, I know you, you know, you got space or whatever. And we had chatted back and forth. Uh, and then once I, I saw the space, I fell in love. I was like, this is going to be awesome. After the first show we did there, uh, I was like, you know, if I ever make a comedy album you know, within the next couple of years, I would hope uh, I absolutely want to do it at that studio because of how awesome and good, uh, just good energy comes out of it. Brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah, so we just, by chance, kind of. Mm -hmm. And you mentioned you're doing works like you're putting on shows, you're hosting open mics. Um, what are your plans for the open mics coming up? Uh, I want somebody else to take it over. Um, <laughs> We, you know, Randy Bill Duck, that's the one that's going on in town and it's bi-weekly right now. Uh, but some of my intentions on building the eerie comedy scene is to not be the figurehead behind it always and forever. I want other people to take the initiative to start doing open mics, to, to create their own comedy crew and put on well-produced good shows, which I'd be happy, more than happy to help anybody start accomplishing. Um, but yeah, so for me, like my big plans are are to give it up, <laughs> um, you know, continue what I'm doing, give a good space, uh, uh, but book shows around here where everybody's having fun. But selfishly, I want to go travel. I want to do comedy elsewhere as well. Um, not just the city of Erie, but I love doing it. Um, just actually something to announce. We just got asked, uh, I, me and my company got asked to do Arts and Drafts Fest coming up in September, I think. Mm. So what's that? Tell us about that. Arts and Drafts Fest is held at the brewery um, just downtown on 14th and State. I actually got married there. Um, nice. So, you know, a little special heart. Uh, it's going to be outside by the tracks, but they have all kinds of different arts that are, you know, shown and showcased from the Erie area. So it's always been music and, you know, physical artists um, painters and sculptors and stuff like that. Uh, but this year I, you know, I had reached out before like, Hey, you know, I would love to do comedy for you guys sometime. And they actually reached out to me and asked if we could do a showcase. So, uh, getting that in the works, I just got the dates. Um, so yeah, that's pretty cool too. Brilliant. Who are you, are you allowed to tell us who you're bringing in for that or? Uh, I haven't asked anybody yet, so I don't know. <laughs> um, we're talking, you know, budget and, and time, what what to work with but dates are confirmed so i think it's the thursday of arts and drafts fest but that physical date eludes me at this moment brilliant and on top of doing stand-up comedy you also do a little bit of improv can you yeah. tell us about the improv group that you're involved in yeah so we're, we're starting we're slow starting it's a lot of fun there's a bunch of different people in the community that are involved 
um, to where uh, for me, stand up comedy, this is kind of a, a parallel. Uh, but for others, you know, some are writers, some are roofers. Uh, so, you know, it's 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 a different uh, feel for them, but it's a heck of a lot of fun. Uh, we're nothing professional yet. Uh, we're still working on creating sketches and skits. Uh, we do have plans to eventually, you know, uh, do a production for the, the public and then to start holding either classes or free events that you can come. And if you've always been interested in improv to come give it a try with our troop, our crew, uh, we call ourselves the Bayfront Brigade. Um, but, you know, come test it out. Well, I know we're a fun group, so it'll be a lot of fun for other people to be involved in. You know, that also creates um, other people to start doing their own thing as well. So it's not just a us, me type mentality. We want to build up. There's a lot of funny people in Erie uh, that are talented that just don't know it yet. And we want to bring that out in everybody that we can. Nice. Nice. When do you guys meet? Uh, we're looking at, you know, like bi month or bi-weekly, uh, twice a month, but with the summertime and everybody's schedules ranging, it's very hard to get everybody nailed down. So we've been meeting, you know, hit, hit and miss, but come fall time is, you know, we all collectively are, our heads are going to be together. We'll have more time commitments. So yeah, uh, right now, twice a week. And then once we are able to start doing stuff in the public, we'll make a big announcement. Nice. Nice. You and me will definitely have to chat about that afterwards. You know, yeah, man. I'd love to, once my, once my work schedule gets more ironed out here, you know, I'd yeah, love we're talking to, about that. yeah, I'd love to, cause I'm with me in comedy. I find my best jokes come from the quick thinking, come from the quick on your feet situation. Like someone makes a comment to you and you fire something back at them or yeah, the quick rebuttal, you know, that's, that's yeah. how we lived our lives. Um, yeah. being able to, that's how we developed our wit. Um, and I hear that from a ton of people. They're afraid to get on stage because that's a much different atmosphere. You're talking to a group of people and you're hoping that they think you are funny versus being with other people on stage. There's that natural comfort that you have with them. You know them. You know how they react. You can play off of each other rather than being solely concerned on just the crowd. Exactly. And once you get once you get more comfortable with the group, like you said, you get to know them better. You get to know their styles. You get to know this is what he likes. This is what he doesn't like. This is what this person will react to. Or this person's the best if you want to do like a, like an Abbott and Costello kind of skit. Or yeah, like you, you want a physical prop. Yeah. Something like oh. that. Or if you just want something like if you just want, you know, someone who can play a deep character or something like that. This is your guy, you know. And that's like, exactly what we're doing right now is, you know, we're doing practices we're we're doing sketches where we goof around. We're playing yes and and if and then. Um, but we're also looking into the serious side of things, too, because we all know that we can be funny. But can we act? Can we, you know, do certain be certain characters in a certain moment? So we do emotional dialogues as well to where it's not just comedy for us. It's uh, expanding all of our talents rather than just honing in on trying to be goofy on stage nice and do you think this improv has really helped your comedy has really like made an oh, impact and immediately yeah we talk about sitting down and writing um so i can sneak in a joke or something uh even just this last sunday was one of our meetings and i was bsing around with uh you know the friends and i said something off the cuff and they're like you need to write that down and put that on stage like tomorrow so that was one of the jokes that i did at the most recent open mic and it did well sweetness now speaking of impacts you know 
the local comedy scene has definitely made an impact here in Erie, Pennsylvania. What's the impact that you've seen from it? It's it's a lot of fun because I started my chops. I started producing at Black Monk Brewery uh, about three years ago or so. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's during pandemic time as well. So that was a weird little blip. Um, but from there, I just recently had a couple come up to me that I've seen there before. They're more Black Monk regulars than they are comedy regulars, but they stayed for the show. And they came up to me and they're like, hey, man, we love what you do. Every time we've been to a show, we've had a great time. Um, we've seen your first show and you've personally done so much better, but the quality of the show has gotten so much better too. So that's a lot of fun seeing people enjoying it and knowing that I've grown personally and within the business as well. Um, through my own networking, I went out and met a ton of different comics that I think are funny as all heck. And then I, I get to put them on stage. So it's, I'm a nice filter for the show. But on the other hand as well, you know, doing the open mics, opening up that avenue to start expressing yourself again. I've had people come up to me and say, hey, man, this is exactly what I needed at this moment in my life. I've been really down, but this is like giving me a new fire for a lot of things. So to see it work in the community and impact the community, but also see it work on personal levels as well has just it. I never expected this. I never had the forethought of all of this. I just want to create opportunities, not only for myself, but my friends. Um, mm-hmm. Now it's, it's, it's community minded and it's growing and it's a heck of a lot of fun. It is truly growing. And I thank you for all that you do for the Erie Absolutely. area. You know, Absolutely. it gives me a chance as someone who's just still working, still working to get where I want to get to practice, to get involved with shows, to meet new people, to, yeah. you know, meet people from Pittsburgh or Buffalo or Cleveland, you know, and just, be funny, just take time out of my day to, you know, not be Nick Sorensen, digital content manager or Nick Sorensen, you know, like yeah. Beyonce, just be Nick Sorensen, the funny comedian, yeah. you know, just watch, Even watch if comedy I, and then do comedy. It's the, you know, the best of both like, worlds. It's like fishing. A bad day of comedy is better than a good day at the office. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I do have to insert a little bit of business at the yeah. moment. So I'm going to play a quick ad from our new sponsors. Harper Ridge Golf Course, if you don't mind. So Heck yeah, I golf there all the time. Yep. So now a word from our sponsors. This BuddyCast is brought to you by Harper Ridge Golf Course. If you're in the Erie area looking to play a quick nine, sharpen your skills on the putting green or driving range, or looking to play fling golf while having some quality time with buddies, head over to Harbor Ridge at 3730 Harbor Ridge Trail. When you're finished, head over to the Harbor View Grill to enjoy a good meal, some live music, a gorgeous view of Lake Erie, and some more good times. Call them today at 814-898-4653. Tell my buddy Adam that buddy sent you. And that was our newest sponsor, Harbor Ridge Golf Course. I'll personally attest for them, man. I I live real close to them. I golf there all the time. Um, Same. Their, their pro came over. I was by myself out on the uh, you know practice driving range. Mm-hmm. And I am awful. But he mm-hmm. came over and he's like, hey, man, you want some advice? And I was like, absolutely. And he gave me essentially a free 20 minute, just one on one to where he was like, fix this. This is how you do that. Change my game. 180 did straight up. And he was just like, yeah, man, that's uh, that's what I love doing. Hope you have a good time out there. So now I wow. get to whoop the crap out of my brother every time we go out. So Harbor Ridge lifer right here. Yes. And I used to work there. I they treated me very well. They were very understanding of stuff. 
It was never a situation of, well, the customer's always right. So if he's saying he paid for a second round and you didn't charge him, then we got to give him a second round. It's coming out of your page. It was never that. It was a situation of we'll handle this. Just go, go, you know, reshuffle some cards or something while we take care of this, you know, something like that. Like they were always very understanding and they let me be creative too. They let me do some marketing ideas that some people actually love. Like I came up with this idea, like, what about like a golden ticket idea? Like if you find a golden golf ball in your driving range, when you get a bucket of balls, you get a free small bucket. It's not, you're not losing revenue. Like you're not losing like here's $50 or something like that. It's just a small bucket and it's a small gesture that people appreciate. And people can get that. that If I get that ball, I'm super stoked. Exactly. Cause you come in and go, what's this? And go, Oh, here. And I trade you a small token. You're like, I just got a free bucket of balls. You know, yeah. you're like, they made. That was smart. Yeah. Exactly. So, speaking of promotion and everything like that, are there any shows that you are able to promote today that our viewers can uh, attend to one day? That is a good question. <laughs> uh, this Friday, I actually have a show at the Erie Distillery. It's a free showcase. Um, I have two comics coming up from Pittsburgh, but one of the comics is actually from Africa. So it's an international Ooh. comedian. He's a part of the uh, uh, Pittsburgh AF Arts Foundation that one of the a bigger name comedian uh, started down there. And he was one of the grantees that gets to live in Pittsburgh um, and study uh, comedy and everything. But he was already he's already done stadiums and stuff like that in Africa. So he's trying to get his big start here um, in the U.S. Uh, so him, another guy from Pittsburgh who is just hands down hilarious dude uh when he gets into it man i don't want him to stop uh so those two are coming up from pittsburgh i got two more coming down from buffalo that have been a lot of fun to work with over the past so that's this friday at the erie distillery from seven to nine uh you get to get your seating at seven and then we start start the show at 7 30. um other than that uh packapalooza is coming up um i think that's august 12th is our show there um i also do Black Monk Brewery. Uh, Like I said, that's an outdoor show during the summer, which has been a lot of fun. I tell people, you know, bring a lawn chair if you want guaranteed seating, because like I said, that's where I started my chops. That's where my real big base uh, is to where we get, you know, about 40, 50 people to come chill, sit outside and laugh per show. Um, And that's uh, usually the first Saturdays of the month. Um, But if anything, like I'm real bad at announcing stuff, but I put it on Instagram and Facebook under off constantly comedy. And that's the easiest way to figure out what's going on like per day, or you can check the eerie reader. Cause I'll post everything to that as well. Nice. Nice. So you've worked with businesses like black monk brewery, PACA. How do you make these connections? Like, how do you find that, you know, like how do you find places to, to host around the city? That's a secret. No. Um, what happens is, you know, I, I visit these establishments. They're, they're places that I go. Uh, one of the places that I would like to work with in the future here, um, and I'm thinking benefit shows more than just like a, a paid comedy show for me, um, is Lavery's. They're, they're one of my favorite breweries around town. I have people that are able to connect the dots to where I can talk to the owner, but I don't want to approach that yet because I don't have a venue that I want to work with to where I can pair with Lavery's and then I can pair with somebody else. Um, But yeah, like I said, I just visit these venues. How I found Black Monk is I went to the Erie Brew Fest uh, at the brewery where it's a lot of locals and everything. And I treated that as a business day more than like, oh, I'm going to drink and drink and drink day. 
Um, uh-huh. I went up to each brewery that was local and I was like, hey, would you guys ever think of doing a comedy show? And I just, no, no, we're not the people to talk to. No, no, we're not the people to talk to. Black Monk was like, yeah, why not? And that's how that happened. Uh, mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, with Voodoo during the pandemic, I was down at the compound, their production facility. And I was, I asked my friends who are big Voodoo nerds. I was like, who's the owner here? Is he here? And they're like, yeah, it's that guy right over there. And I just went up and talked to him and I was like, hey, man, I feel safe in this area. Uh, if everything's socially distanced, if we wear masks, I think we could do comedy here. And he's like, absolutely. Let's get that going. So just seeing somebody and approaching them um, is kind of my tactic, but I also am trying to work with Ironstone Meadery. Uh, they have a lot of things going on on their end right now, so I haven't really pestered them, uh, but that was a DM over Instagram. Like, hey, what's up? I've been doing things around town. I don't know if you've seen me. I would love for you to come to a show to check it out. Uh, here's where I'm at this month if you guys got the free time. Uh, so we're trying. It's just go up, ask it. The worst thing you can get is no. Exactly. That's what I say for BuddyCast all the time. The worst they could do is say no. You know, yeah. whenever I ask a guest on the show, would you like to be a buddy on BuddyCast? Worst they can do is say no. And sometimes what I've learned from my small stint in uh, sales, sometimes no doesn't mean no. It just means not right now or, yeah. you know, come back to us stronger, something like that. Yeah. And if you make a good impression, you're a genuine good person. You're just building a relationship for the future or mm-hmm. getting a person to come to your show. So, yeah, absolutely. So let me ask you now about finding comedians for your shows. How is how do you work on that? Like, what are your expectations for them? How do you find them or, you know, like how uh, you, you got to make me. So in the beginning, when I first started, it was by going to open mics, not only within our city that I was creating and then others like Dan Brady were creating, um, but we had, I would go to Pittsburgh. I would go to Cleveland. I would go to Buffalo as much as I could. You know, I'd try to do one different city a, a week. So that way I could go. And then I would personally take notes while I was there. It wasn't me just reading, rereading my material, going over my stuff. I would watch. That's why I'm in comedy is because I've always been a fan. And then I'm just kind of funny too. So it, I would watch. And if they make me laugh and like genuinely laugh, and I'm a pretty easy guy to make laugh um i'd break down their name and then i would get in touch with them uh stacy florim from pittsburgh i approached her i was like hey not trying to be creepy or anything i do shows um i if i send you a friend request on facebook you know would you accept it i'd love to have you up sometime and i've had her on several shows because she's hilarious um so in the beginning it started out with me personally going out and networking but once i've done that i then get to meet other people because now I'm like, hey, it's you're coming from Cleveland. Gas is stupid. Um, if I can't pair you up with somebody near you, do you have a friend in comedy that you believe can do 15 minutes well for this amount of pay and blah, blah, blah. Uh, so that way you guys can ride together and come on in. And so I'm meeting people that way. But also by producing shows, I'm reaching out to people that are touring around us. And I reach out to them and I go, hey, can I put on a show for you? And now by networking with those people, they go, do you know, blah, 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 up in Syracuse or Rochester or Buffalo? And I go, no, but I would love to be in touch with them. They're like, they have my stamp of approval. And with Brent Curhune, he could tell me anybody and I would book them the next day. So it's it's it, it began with me personally networking, but then I built a product that does very well 
to where now people come to me as well. So it's it's still a little bit of both. Um, and it's it's fun because I, I get to I book comedy shows that I personally want to see. Mm -hmm. And who are some big names that you've personally found? Like who are some who are some of like the crown jewels for your for your comedy show? Well, that's recently been with Randy Bill Duck. Um, we had Kristen Becker, who is a headliner herself, but then has toured with people like Doug Stanhope and like people you recognize their faces, those kind of comedians. Um, and then, like I said, Brent Turhune. He was amazing to watch. Not only is he a social media icon, um, so you see him all the time on your screen, but to meet him in real life, to see how well he does stand up and not just social media, and then how down to earth and super cool he was, that was super stellar for me. Um, and now that I have the confidence that I can reach out and book people like that, I, um, you know, it's only going to be up from here. Uh, mm -hmm. But I, yeah, we're Brent's definitely going to be back in town uh, soon. Mm -hmm. And you're right. It's all about confidence. It's all about, like you said, worst they can do is say no. Yeah. Worst they can do is just say no, thank you. You know, yeah, exactly. You just and move on to the next person, or I always say, offers on the table, man. You yeah, know? You, you know, might not always get a response. That's okay. It's it's a part of our culture, our life now. So it's just move on to the next. You're you're not gonna win every battle. You're not gonna win uh, every venue that you go in and ask for to do a show. I've had a lot more no's than I've had yeses. Same here, same here. But that doesn't stop me. You know, that doesn't that doesn't deter me. Like I've been putting my place for celebrities. Doesn't mean there's not another celebrity out there that's going to be like, I like the concept of your show. Why yeah. not? What yeah. have I got to do? Sure. You know, there's a lot of celebrities out there. A lot of people that do really cool stuff that are good people. Exactly. So now when it comes to the comedy scene, what are your hopes and dreams? You mentioned earlier you want to eventually pass along the open mics to someone. So you want to see those flourish, obviously. But what other hopes and dreams do you have? Um, I was just talking to my therapist about that today, really. Uh, I just, you know, I want to be able to continue what I feel is a gift uh, to make people laugh, to go on a stage. Um, I've done comedy in Australia uh, over in Melbourne while we were on our honeymoon. And I got to make a room full of about 40 people laugh for six out of the eight minutes that I had on stage. Um, so that really gave me confidence that I can, you know, no matter what, I can always lighten the mood for somebody. Um, so what I want out of the Erie community is to really be a part of the Erie community, not just something that you can do on the weekend, but you know, somebody that does comedy, you know, somebody that's given it a try. Um, and the more local support and like, I was just, you know, pre pre us going on air, we were just talking about the past three open mics that were just astounding. The support, the people came there. Like, like I said, the Pittsburgh comics were stoked, but they were also defending it online because they were saying, hey, this is a room full of real people paying attention to what you're saying versus down in Pittsburgh, up in Buffalo, when they do open mics, it's 20 other comics that are in the room that are paying attention to their phones because they're trying to remember their set. Yeah. Um, so that, you know, that I, I hope and wish to continue that. That's the main goal for right now is just more public uh, community interaction um, and I think that that's going to breed nothing but success. Mm -hmm. And going back to our first question, the 40 under 40, do you think that's going to help establish credibility for you? Do you think that's going to be like, 
bring in some names like this, that can be something like a resume builder for you um i think i can like tag it on the end of an email or something uh yeah. it definitely does help give me personally a better representation of prof professionality um i dress again i was talking to my therapist about this today but i dress very down uh I, gym shorts and a t-shirt and a backwards hat that is generally who you see on the street at the bar wherever that's me so when i approach people they go oh you look like you just came from the gym and it's like oh no i actually run a company <laughs> uh so that does help give me a little bit of uh clout in that sense um so it does it, it impacts me personally uh and professionally i've already seen more followers on instagram more people starting to get engaged uh but that's also part of the hard work that we've all been doing too so Brilliant. Brilliant. Now I got two more questions for you, buddy. For sure. The first one is brought to us by my buddy Jonas Kane from Hashtag Positivity. He wants to know, in your own words, what does it mean to be someone's buddy? I've been thinking a lot about that. And to be somebody's buddy is to just be a polite and genuine good person. Um, it doesn't mean that you have to go bend over backwards for everybody in your life, but holding the door for people uh, while you see them walking up, if you see somebody needing help, pulling over and helping them. Um, just, yeah, just being a good person is being a buddy. You can be everybody's buddy. Uh, you don't have to be their friend, but you can sure as heck be nice, gentle, and remember that everybody's going through stuff. So just be kind. And that's how you can be somebody's buddy. Brilliant. And the final question I have for you today is brought to us by, again, our buddies at Harbor Ridge Golf Course, which is what we call the ultimate buddy cast buddy question. You ready for this one? Let's do it. For anyone out there who wants to dabble into comedy, who wants to be a comedian one day, wants to be where you're being, where they can establish the comedy scene in their area, what is your advice to them? Go to something local. That's number one, because you're going to get to meet other people that are doing it. So if you don't have the confidence to just go on stage and try it right now, come to an open mic, figure it out. See me mess up because that's even though I know that I'm good now, I still have to try new jokes and they don't always work. So mm -hmm. you can, you, you know, see the person behind the screen stumble a little bit. It helps make it real, make you realize that it's a human thing. Um, and that not every time that you're on stage is going to be a success. So number one, either go do it, just get on stage and say words into a microphone to get over that fear, or just go watch, C come talk to me, other comedians, uh, especially guys that are new, that are really excited about it, love talking about it. So mm -hmm. even just being in that atmosphere is going to help break a lot of ice that people have. But then after that, that's the hard work. That's when you really have to commit to writing stuff, to refining things, to listening to yourself, uh, to trying out different variations of the joke. I might think I'm hilarious, but a random 40-year-old woman from Idaho might not. So how can I make it funny for her and for me? So it's, it's thinking about it rather than just going on there and saying, I'm going to riff tonight because that's who I am. That's who I thought I was. And that I'm not that <laughs> I'm not that great of it yet, uh, but that's something that you have to practice. So you have to learn that balance. Um, so, yeah, major points to take away from that is get involved, 
talk to people and then just try it. And if it didn't go great, ask why it didn't go great. See how you can improve by other people that are doing the same thing. Mm -hmm. The best key in comedy, just keep moving forward. Yeah. You know, fail a hundred times, get one laugh, you know, it's all, it's, it's all about. And especially when you're someone like me who finally gets that first room laugh, you know, yep. it's like, it's, it's like when you try your favorite food for the first time. Yeah. You know, it, I recently just got to watch a kid um, who had been striking out at like voodoo uh, open mic, but in this place in Randy Bill Duck to have that excitement and have it feel like a real club is a different environment. And he went up there and absolutely just smashed his five minutes. Did fantastic. Best he's ever done. He came off stage like, holy crap. Ho like, is that real? And I was like, welcome to the club, man. Uh, and then he was like, oh, that was so awesome. I can't wait to bomb the next one. So like <laughs> he was still real about it. He knew. Uh, but to have to see him have his first real uh, I made people laugh like I made people yes. laugh well to see that happen was super. That was that was really exciting. And it's an experience he's never going to forget. Even yeah. if he quits comedy tomorrow, even if he does a million more open mics, he's always going to remember this one open mic. Yeah, he asked for the video, uh, I think, 10 minutes after he left. <laughs> wow. Brilliant. Well, buddy, from the bottom of my heart, thank you for all that you're doing for local comedians here in Erie, Pennsylvania. Thank you for helping build the local comedy scene. It's fantastic, the work you're doing. I'm super proud of you. I'm super happy that, that I can have a place that I can continue my art and continue what I love to do and just continue to make people laugh because you yeah. never know when someone's going to need a good laugh, you know? Exactly right, man. Thank, so you. thank you. I appreciate you. Yes. And thank you most of all for being a buddy on BuddyCast. I have one favor to ask you before we end the show. Whatever you do today, tomorrow, next month, next week, you know, next month, next year, go be someone's, be go be someone's buddy, please. Absolutely, brother. You got it. For all my buddies out there, this is my buddy, Anthony Morelli. Please go check him out. Check out the local Erie comedy scene if you're in town or if you're just passing by and just want to have a good laugh. If you're a comedian, please reach out to him and see what he can do for you. I promise you, he'll find you, he'll find you some stage time. Yeah. He'll help you out. So yeah. but I'm your host, Nick Sorensen. Thank you for joining us on another episode of BuddyCast. We'll catch you next time here on everybody's favorite show. Buddy cast. Well, the days are going fast. Buddy, buddy, we've got to make them last. Buddy, buddy, before they've all gone fast. Buddy, buddy, tune in to Buddy Cast. Don't feel like it could make it, buddy. Here on Buddy Cast.